welcome to the Business of Property podcast. I'm Simon. I'm Stuart. And I'm Simon. We talk every week about the reality of running property businesses. Stuart runs a portfolio of co-living properties with a six-figure turnover. And Simon owns Bytelets and created Patma, a leading portfolio management software system and a source of property market insights. And Simon Glastonbury is an independent mortgage broker with 25 years experience providing mortgages, bridging and development finance for home buyers and investors. And my quick ask at the beginning of this episode is please do open your podcast player of choice and leave us a five star rating. We really would appreciate it. Now, at the end of this episode or towards the end of this episode, we are going to have our normal quick fire mortgage rates sort of round. Simon has has got all those prepared and and ready to go. But I think the biggest thing on Simon's mind at the moment is property fall-throughs and chains falling apart. So let's kick off with that, Simon. What's your current experience? Hi, guys. Good to get back on again. Um, Yeah, been interesting since we last spoke. It's a common theme at the moment, not we don't quite can't quite put our finger on as to exactly why these fall throughs are happening a lot of feedback from agents is that it's um, people are finding it a little bit more difficult to get mortgage offers that is that's not quite my experience from the from the front end although with the rate increases and the sort of quite sharp rate increases we've had over the last few months which we are seeing starting to see drop again as, as people are seeing in the media Affordability obviously has become more of an issue, but perhaps it it may well be a case of people just looking at their monthly payment now. And if they'd started looking a year or so ago, they would have been basing rates around about one percent, one and a quarter. Of course, if they've looking getting mortgage offers in the last six weeks, they're looking at rates well over six percent. Your monthly monthly cost is is you know worlds apart. So we can guess that that's the um, that's one of the reasons. If you look in your local area, certainly not not the amount of properties which were on earlier in the year uh, that could well be the reason. But it's um, we're, we're certainly noticing chains are falling down a lot more often than we, than we would certainly expect them to. Can, can you give us a sort of rough idea of? how common that is i mean more than you would expect is it's obviously concerning but is it sort of i don't know one in ten no it'd be certainly more than that at the moment it would it with regard i haven't got the exact figures but uh, if you if i took a an educated sort of guess at the moment you're probably looking at somewhere around 30 40 percent of chains falling through at the moment you you're always going to get chains falling through uh, that's commonplace um even at the height of the market when when people are fairly sort of desperate and will do anything to get you need know, to get the mortgage and get the property on at the moment obviously that's very different different people are using lots of different excuses i believe then to just decide no we're not going to go ahead uh, and also the potential and we've been talking about this for a long time, the potential house price drop. You know, that's always been looming around for everybody. Oh, we're, we're waiting for this for this huge drop in, in the housing market. It hasn't really come. We've probably been talking about it for 10, 12 years. That's a good question, actually, Simon. Have you had anyone that's mid-purchase asked for discounts? Yes. In recently? 
in yeah yeah good good point Ray Stuart it's um yes it absolutely we have and to be fair I encourage it you know it's if if they're in a good position if they've paid top price for that property they are then being stretched for you know I'm seeing it from clients of I have where we're stretching the mortgage out for them they're thinking wow this is a lot more than I really wanted to pay and you go back in you nothing lost nothing gained if you go back in and say well actually I want another five percent off I want ten thousand off it's it's all monopoly money isn't it when you're talking about it but of course you know you at the end of the day they have to pay this money off but yes absolutely that is commonplace and you're seeing it all the time which is a it's a pain all around for everybody involved because all the mortgages have to be changed all the way along the line. Memos of sales have to be changed along the line. Solicitors, you know. So the, the whole process, it is, it's, it's a bit annoying, but it keeps the chain alive. Yeah, I was just going to ask about how much is actually involved in that. You've already said a little bit. Does, does that sort of tend to sort of reset things with the mortgage lender as well, as in you have to sort of start again with their application process or...? Another great question, Simon, because we've had this. I had this early, earlier on or a week or so ago uh, with one particular lender. And you, with a lot of the mainstream lenders, what you do is you just put a substitute property form or substitute property information. You give them that and you change it over. If they do change a property, if they change the loan amount, most are absolutely, absolutely fine with that. You've got no issues. Got to watch out with a couple of the lenders. If you put a new property in, if you change property, they won't let you keep the existing rate. So that can be, you know, that all of a sudden you, you I've, I had someone who was on four point, four point something, and it's oh, you know, that change fallen through wasn't their fault. Couldn't do anything about it. Had to find a new property. Found a new property. Then we're on a six and a quarter. It makes a huge difference. So, yes, it can. And, of course, then that's a decision they're making. Well, do we want to buy? Do we want to move? So things like this, are, you know, there are lots of reasons why. Um, um, and it's certainly, as we said briefly before, it, interesting to see the estate agents who I, have, I do have a good relationship with. You know, they're nervous at the moment because they know it, the market is very, very quiet. They know it's very difficult to value property. We then go on to down valuations, very common in the, uh, uh, in the marketplace at the moment. They're generally usually common in the in the remortgage market because it's it's generally quite easy and it doesn't matter as much on unless you're really stretching out uh, loan amounts. But in a purchase market, they're becoming commonplace, which is not something we see very often. It does point to, and we, we touched on this very, very briefly before we hit the record button, but it does point to, you know, that there is always a lag in the market because right now, you know, if, if, if you go online to, to buy a property, it will just say sold to subject to contract or, you know, sale agreed or, or whatever. But actually all of these things that you're talking about are happening, you know, so it could be, it'll be sale agreed. However, you know, rates have changed, something will have fallen through. And that's just taking some time. And I think with all of this, and Simon P and myself talk about this often on this podcast, is that although it feels like there's not a lot of, not huge amounts of noise in the marketplace about the market dropping, based on your anecdotal evidence and kind of what we're seeing in prices, it does feel like there is a little bit more momentum behind the fact that the market is slowing down and people are getting a lot more 
sort of hesitant because it you know these properties will eventually come back onto the market if if they fall through and you know will people want to pay the same prices the interest rates which we will come on to but even if they are dropping slightly are still you know five times higher at least than they were you know this time a year ago so it, you know it does feel like they, this slowdown is it's is trying to pick up pace if that if that even makes any sense but you know it, it, it's helpful to have your you know anecdotal evidence as well yeah the, the, the slowdown is getting faster yeah I, that, you're absolutely right it, it it's a good point simon that the, the slowdown is getting faster because it, it for whatever reason it is definitely slowing down i mean i suppose what you how you can look at it is if properties in the like you say if they're coming back on the market generally what see what you'll see is they'll come back on the market and maybe they're 10 percent lower than they were originally asking if they are people don't like to reduce their property price that's across the board once people i've been in this a long long time and what you do find forever if they they're told their their house is worth x amount of money they do not want to sell for any less than that amount of money very happy to sell over above that figure but not below so it's very difficult. And I do understand that from an estate agent point of view. They've got to work hard for that. But at the end of the day, people are not going to pay that price for your property. It's only worth what someone's going to be paid for it at that time. And if there are less people looking, you are going to have to drop that price. But accordingly, sorry, side by side with that is that you will have to, you will pay less for the property you're going to buy. You then drop your price as well. Below you, drop their price. So it should marry up all the way along because everybody's pretty much in the same position with their mortgage and their mortgage rates and things. But yeah, it, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely happening. Something is happening. More and more we're seeing week by week as a business, like all brokers, we're seeing people dropping off their 1.3, 1.4 rates, which they've had for uh, an amount of time. And it's more so now people are then ringing me up. My rate's coming up next year, which is unheard of. What do I do? Um, you know, what's happening? Where do I go? You know, and people, because, the, you know, the media start slowly starting to pick up on this. But it is, it's, yeah, I, I, I certainly think it's a little... I'm a bit more concerned about the property market than I have been over the last sort of 12 years. Uh, you know, since the la- and when I put the 12 years in since the last crash, where we were kind of expecting you know huge drops. I don't think there'll be a, a huge drop personally. You know, if you if you're knocking 10% off a house price, what what is that really? I mean, there's nothing stopping you putting that 10% back on in two months' time it's it's all it's all about timing and it's all about getting the right person at the right time to buy your property yeah it, it's it's interesting because you you've touched on you, you know the that people are price anchored and and for the, for the record i said anchored um they it, so so that will change as the market moves forward but interestingly i've got a friend who's exactly the same and i i know that i'm very different to this so i i am very much a, a someone who works in the moment I, I, I never planned that far in advance but i've got someone who says he's really worried about interest rates and he's really i mean he's genuinely concerned about it is he's phoning people and i said well when's your rate up you know thinking he's going to say it's like it's next week or it's next month he's like yeah i think it's um, about a year and a half and, and i just said and, and i mean 
to the point of having sleepless nights about it. And I said, you know, the world could look very, you know, and I know it's, it's easy for someone like me to say, because I just don't, I'm, I'm not that sort of person. Whereas this, he is, you know, so I kind of get it. And I tried to had to work a different way, but I just thought, wow, that, so there are people because, because obviously he, I don't know what he got. Let's say he got a five year because he knows that what, whatever happens, he's, he's, you know, his mortgage payment will be still significantly higher. But I said to him, look, you know, you just, you, you know, all right. So I said, speak to your broker. I was thinking about you at the time. I said, speak to them. I said, but, you know, they're not going to know what the world looks like in a year and a half's time. They can just give you indicative. I think he just wants to model it out because that's how he is. But yeah, it's interesting that people are feeling like that because of what's happening in, in, in the news. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. I mean, we're, we're getting, I'm getting this all the time at, at the moment. I mean, people genuinely worried and so far out i mean it's just ridiculous i mean it, that you're right i mean it, it's it's a you're sort of thinking are you really concerned and, it, and it, the common question is well what do you think's going simon what do you think's going to happen with interest rates i would i would love to know what's going to happen with interest rates in in 18 months time because i'd probably do quite well off the back of it but i really don't know and it's sort of well, this is what, and you sort of give them in indicative terms about what, you know, if we use rates as they are at the moment, this is kind of what they're going to look at, but you really don't know. And it, it is, it's worrying times. And I'm getting a lot of that. It's probably the first time I can ever imagine this sort of scenario. I can't, I can't ever remember having to do this before where people are, were so worried about rates, but you're right. I mean, they're, they're jumping up. Two, three, the, the highest one, I think I said the highest one I've had so far was on a buy to let, which has gone up just over four times. People can't, you can't put your rent up four times, although we'd like to. You, you just can't. So what are people doing? It's very different. Buy to let, I appreciate it, very, very different, that market to residential, but it's still businesses. You guys know it's a business. So you, and you have to cost in accordingly. Yeah, and and having costs go up that much, I mean, it's just it can be devastating. It's such a dramatic change, especially when a year ago people weren't expecting it, so they just won't have planned or or thought through the consequences of, of such a potential change. Yeah, absolutely. I've just got something here for you guys, which would be quite interesting, just so you, so you can sort of give you an idea. A, a, a standard two hundred thousand pound mortgage. And you put that on a nominal one and a half percent from five years ago. It would have been around about that sort of figure. Would have cost you eight hundred pounds a month. So you're, then that's going on to a rate now is going to then cost you circa thirteen hundred pounds a month. So it's a five hundred pounds a month increase. And for what? Just because of interest rates going up. Now, if you're if you're at that sort of level, if you're paye. All of a sudden, you have to find another five hundred pounds. Plus, you have to find, you know, we and we all know about what's happening with with gas and electric and water and all the all the rest. I heard something today about car insurance going up by fifty percent or, or what have you. Everything around you now, like I say, if you're if you're on a fixed salary, and that's you, all of a sudden have to find probably you know, nearly double your outgoings in some in some sort of circumstances. It, and that's and that's why people are worrying, I, I think. And that's why. Uh, but you're not hearing an awful lot of it because still at this point, it, we're only seeing the start of people coming out of their their fixed rates. Yeah. And, and the point I was going to make is as well from a from a property business perspective, to your point around energy costs and everything else, we, we know, 
you know, and we talked about this previously, you know, even at the highest level, we know that inflation has been running consistently now anywhere between eight and 10 percent. And you've just looked, you know, you've just given a basic example, which, you know, is close to a good average where mortgage payment itself in real terms has gone up by at least 50 percent. So we might in our property businesses increase the rents and and certainly my business, we have had to do that, which we, we we didn't for years. But you cannot do that like, you know, like interest rates. You can't every month just turn around and say, oh, sorry, we need to push the rate the rents up again. We, you know, you can do that one once per six months at best. You know, most of us won't do it more frequently than once a year. And I think a lot of agreements will have that in place anyway. So you could only do that. Then we most of us will be reticent to do that the following year. I certainly would because I think, well, actually, that that feels fair. So, you know, we, you, you might put your rents up by whatever the number is, you know, five to 10 percent. But that's not that's not even keeping pace with inflation at the moment. So that is why a lot of people will be worried. And like you say, there's a a huge swathe of people that we know at the back end of this year will be coming out of their fixed term periods. And that's when I think, again, that this lag and and the momentum will, will will gather pace towards the end of this year, beginning of next. I think you're right. I think also there to to sort of jump on the back of that, you you're working that out as uh, it, with the eyes of your business so you're doing it very sort of uh, looking at the figures and saying right i will do this once every year if if at, like you say at best which is fantastic i mean you know i i have very few portfolio landlords who do you know, any uh, any more often than once a year of one who will religiously put it up every single year without doubt but most people are like you, Stuart, they don't because you sort of think, well, I did it last year. I can't really do it again. However, it's the accidental landlords, the people who have, have their, still have their first flat or their first flat in a second home. Maybe they've got a couple of buy-to-lets they've had for years. It's those people who then panic, I've noticed, certainly recently going, this is ridiculous. All of a sudden, you know, they've taken a little bit of money out to do their own extension or they've taken a few bit of money out. So they've they've sort of maximised their lending or they've got they're up to sort of 60, 70 percent ish LTV. And but now all of a sudden the the uh, the rental is is nowhere near co- going to cover their the interest payments. So and, and of course, you know, there's also the tax issue they've got to deal with. And that's obviously a separate thing, which is then come in, which they're feeling the pinch on. So it's those people. It's a, uh, that's the big question. What are they going to do? They physically can't put the rents up. What do they do? Are they just going to sell? Are we, are we going to have a, a surge in market of of sort of these types of properties, which are generally studios, one, two bedroom, first time buyer properties? We're going to see those on the market. I I think you will. I think you will see a lot of those coming on the market in the next couple of years. Whether they can sell them or not is a different matter. That goes on to. But the accidental landlords, as I would call them, they're the ones who the, the figures are just not built in. They're not expecting these figures to uh, to, to to be an issue. So, so we, okay, so we've we've touched on stress rates and loan to values. So, so why don't, why don't we go there and start talking about the reality of of where we're actually at with the rates, Simon? Okay, right, good point. You're, I'm going to make your eyes water here, guys, because this is um, there's some there's some scary rates out there. Although that we've seen. Huge increases in rates over the last few months, and for everybody has their own opinion about it. You know, we said off mic about you know, the, the banks are just having a good time on on the interest rate rises. 
they're all put it all over the media recently. They're dropping, they're dropping. It's very kind of them. But I think we're getting closer to the new norm. I, I, first of all, I just touch over the sort of the residential market because that's kind of where people will can see from their own sort of uh, their own homes. You're looking at two year fixed rates at the moment, just under six percent. So there's a five point nine nine out there for a two year, five point three nine for a five year. I think that's sort of coming into the realms of that's where we're going to be. I think two year two year rates will come down a little bit, but I think that's a little bit more realistic. So if it's five, just over five percent anywhere around there, I think you're probably going to do quite well. And I, I personally I think it's going to settle around that that sort of figure for some time. So that's kind of where where we're going to be. There are still ninety five percent rates on the market for anybody who's is interested. Not great on them. They're six and a half percent or six point five six for a two year, just over six percent for a five year. Um, six point zero nine. Tracker rates are still quite people like tracker rates because there's very slow ERCs or no ERCs in some points. Again, you can get those just below the five percent mark. Four point nine three is the best one on the market I can find at the moment. On the residential mortgage side, are there fees? involved in these the usual fees on the residential side i know that's a favorite of yours simon fees (laughs) fees on the residential side are fairly standard you're you're usually paid 995 1495 as a product fee whatever they call it whatever the lender likes to call it any one time what their marketing team call it arrangement fee product fee fixed rate fee they're fairly standard across the board now if i whiz over to the uh the juicy side of things the buy to let market now Yes, they've come down and they're they're pretty tasty, some of these rates. So if you were Mr. or Mrs. Individual wanting to buy yourself a um, uh, a little buy to let, you can get yourself a two-year fixed rate at 4.69%. Very nice, you say. But you've got to pay 5% as, a, as an arrangement fee. If you wanted a five-year rate, it's five point one nine percent. Very nice, you say for a for a um, a buy to let, Simon. That's actually lower than the residential market. How possibly can you get me this fantastic rate? I, I feel there's a buck coming here. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> I'm quite enjoying this, and I don't know why. It's it's just horrendous. They're charging a seven percent arrangement fee. Seven percent, and it goes on to limited company. It goes on to HMOs. Similar sort of rates, 4.5% on a two-year rate, which is brilliant. Very good. But 7% fees on limited company and HMOs. Just to, I mean, wow. I mean we, we, this isn't an average UK price, but you, you plucked a number out of the air. So well, I'm going to f- go with that. You know, if you were buying a buy to let at 200,000, honest, <clears throat> let's just say you could get it at 75% loan to value, which is then 150 grand. 7% of that is 10,500 pounds. Yes, I can. All I can say is yes. seven <laughs> percent. Yeah, absolutely. And this is commonplace. We have a we have a sourcing system, as all brokers do. And the top the pages and pages of lenders, they've all gone that way. They've all gone. They've all gone right. Let's reduce the rate down. And I think what they've done now is they've. If you look at it. And we've had this conversation before. The issue with buy-to-lets and then buy-to-let market has just died. The issue they had is the stress testing. 
the rates were so high they couldn't you you were you were having to put 50 60 percent in as a deposit to make it work and it just people are not going to do that who's in their right mind is going to put that much cash into a property it doesn't make any sense so what i've done is reduce the rate down so the stress test works so with the with the rental and the new rate but okay mr mrs customer yeah we can give you that yeah that works for you you can get 70 percent in this case but you're going to have to pay seven percent for the uh for the privilege ouch i mean that really is i mean you've got to really want the property or you've got to really want the remortgage the remortgages are the same yeah we'll give you this rate but look at this because they're trying to make it work with the rates they have i mean you can you could sort of switch off and for a very second for a second you know hats off to the lenders they're trying to make something work but that's the only nice thing i'm going to say about them yeah it's a good example of of be careful what you wish for uh, as in the the regulations came in and said you you must make sure that you you stress test what you're you're lending at i know two percent above your your lending rate and 145 percent of, of rental cover or whatever uh, so the lenders are, are coming around and saying Okay, if that's what we've got to do, that's what we've got to do. And we'll just charge you 7% upfront <laughs> in order to satisfy the, these requirements. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Makes you wonder. Make, it does make you wonder, doesn't it, when we're going to hit that? Is someone going to charge 10% at some point? I mean, we laugh, don't we? Because you think, no, that will never happen. I didn't think I was going to see 7%. I mean, that just, you know, that, that blew me away but if it works for some people and some people want that and if you're already in the market i can't i, I just can't see how that if someone's in the purchase they're waiting to buy something i just can't see how it works why would you i mean i I'd have strong words with a client of mine who are looking to do that um, and they'd have to have very very good reasons but if you're in the remortgage world you've got to get away from your current lender for whatever reason you need to raise a bit of money. Well, who knows? There's a thousand reasons why you'd want to remortgage. Maybe that's the only route you have. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. the only option. If, you, if you're stuck on a standard variable rate, it, it could become more appealing if you, if you, you know, if you amortize, amortize it out over the, a number of years. But I mean, it's, it is, it just feels like daylight robbery. It does feel like, you know, you said hats off. When you said hats off, I was thinking, yeah, hats off, masks on, because this is, this is Dick Turpin territory, isn't it? hundred percent. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you there. You know, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, I had to say hats off your tongue in cheek. I don't often praise them. It's, it's, they've come up with an idea. And like Simon said, you know, they've, they have these parameters. They have to work towards, you know, they, they can't not the FCA put these things in place. You've got to make sure these stresses, you've got to treat customers friendly, uh, fairly. There's a new directive coming in consumer duty, which is a gain because in my view, treating customers fairly failed miserably so they've come up with another idea which is consumer duty which is something we have to deal with again trying to make sure the customer is is looked after as best as possible and and i do get stress testing but equally they've just literally slapped a seven percent fee on there if they're able and it does beg the question doesn't it if they're able to offer a six point uh, four point six nine percent two-year fixed for a buy to let what they're able to offer the rate why do they need to, to put a 7% fee on it? Yeah, it almost for me feels like it should be the other way around because the longer the period of time, I guess, the, 
yeah, I, I suppose it just depends where their risk sits. But if you're offering, like you say, if you're offering 4.69 on two years, maybe they feel that their risk's lower because they're going to be out of it in two years. But just in terms of dotting I's and crossing T's, I should just mention that obviously the rates and the fees we're talking about are as of sort of 11th of August when we record this and when it goes out. And anything we talk about, which is mainly moaning and insulting the banks, shouldn't be cons- constituted as any kind of financial advice whatsoever. Just thought I'd get that in there before we, we start wrapping up the episode. Just a few short weeks ago, when we last spoke, we were talking about fees of around sort of 2 3%. So I'm just curious, assuming you can still get mortgages with only 2 to 3% sort of fee levels, what kind of interest rates are you then looking at for those sorts of products at the moment? Blimey, Simon, you, you want everything and it's not Christmas yet, is it? It's only August. <laughs> Goodness me. I don't, think the, uh, I, I'm I, don't think the, I don't think the product team at the lenders have, have thought that far ahead. No, absolutely. You're looking, if you're, if you're there, you're looking at, 5.5575 to get to that's the kind of rates you're looking at on a buy to let side of things in the normal world let's put it that in the, you know in the, in the real world where we normally sit that's kind of the rates you're looking for and it, but there it's really funny because you are not funny haha but i say nervously it's pay when we're looking at these things it's page and page and page pages of of 5% seven percent rates we're seeing in our sourcing system um so if you want something like that you have to look a long way down before you start getting to back to the uh the normal rates but they are out there i think tmw have always been very aggressive in the in the buy to let market and they have a they have a a wide selection of rates you can look at and they go from the seven percent to five percent and then they'll go Two nine, they change often, but I think it's two nine nine five, and then one four nine five, and then a zero, and the rates match up accordingly. So I think they're at around about five five point seven four. I think it is for one nine nine five. I have to double check that, but like Stuart says, these these things change constantly, and make sure people speak to their brokers because that's the thing. You can kind of a lot of the, the good things at the moment because we are seeing rates come down. If you do lock in. Most of the lenders will, 99% of the lenders will let you just jump and jump ship and and, and get the, the lower rate. So, yeah, that's what I would do. Constantly look at you and speak to your broker. So just to, to round up the, the picture for, for this time, uh, we've done residential. We've done sort of buy-to-let. Just to clarify, those, those buy-to-let figures, were they limited company or personal or does it not really make much difference these days um it's it's a good point actually it doesn't make a huge amount of difference these days it did up until sort of the rate changes of um you know sort of eight ten months ago when we started to see the rates going up not an awful lot they actually strangely enough the limited company buy to lets actually cheaper than a standard buy to let Tip 4.54 with a 7% fee, of course. HMO 4.64 with a 7% fee. But they're, yeah, they're, they're a lot of them, and they have the same. There's a wide range because of, the, because of this sort of new world of huge fees. You can change them. You, they'll go down. But they're, they're very, very similar, which is the first time we've seen them. They, usually, you would, we would, previously, we've seen probably about a 1% increase, I would say. Very general there. 
on over a, a standard buy to let now much of a muchness um and it's very interesting that they are actually i know appreciate the fee again but i just find it very interesting that they're actually one percent cheaper than the residential market you know there's something i would i would never have seen before you can't forget that fee though you can't no. forget that fee <laughs> no i one. mean no one a few hundred pounds versus seven percent i mean of course it depends on the property you're buying and how much it's buying for but generally speaking that's a big difference a huge yeah, and if you work that out, and even if you, as Stuart's saying, even if you work that out over five years, um, and you try and divide it up, and you try and justify it, it's still a huge amount of money, isn't it? You, you just can't get away from that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, I think that's us out of time for this week. Thank you very much, Simon, for for joining us and sharing all that fantastic mortgage knowledge. For anyone listening, if you'd like to get in touch with Simon Glastonbury, his contact details will be in the show notes. Other than that. We will look forward to speaking to you again next week.